welcome to the Eagles Nest 365. You with us? You with us? You ready to ride out there? I mean? Yeah. There's only real Eagles fans around here. The Nest. You ready? You ready? All my diehards, are you with me? We representing Eagles, that's 360. Coming up from the bottom to the tip, man. say that. Go show you how much I love our program. It actually gets me excited for Monday. <laughs> Jeff, <sighs> me and Jewel, DJ Cash Money, TD. I don't know. What up? What up, yo? Jewel, looking snazzy tonight. Got a little orange flavored uh, top one. Looks very Halloweenish. Halloweenish. It's Halloweenish. Flyer, flyers-ish. Flyers-ish. Gritty-ish. Gritty-ish. I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Very jealous of Jewel because as I look across at Jewel, she has no glasses on. I always have to wear glasses because I'm a sissy and I don't do contact <laughs> lenses. I'm afraid to touch my eyeballs. <sighs> I I have the same problem. I, I will not ever get contacts. I don't like touching my eyeballs. But um, I'm like blind right now because me and my mom actually have the same frames and we switched. So she has my glasses and I'm struggling. So struggle's real. Struggle is real. You know, it's a good thing for Jewel. We don't have a little better technology because I knew she was going to say eyeball. And I want to just pause because she said eye and just said I'll touch balls. That would have been great. <laughs> that would have been like great radio moment right there. I don't touch but balls. What? It's live, and you're not that quick. <laughs> I know. I'm definitely not that quick. I'm like, what am I, 70 now? 80? How old am I? Something like that. I'm old enough to not be that quick. I knew it was coming. I still can't even figure it out. I still can't pause the, the theme song in time. <laughs> yeah, theme song, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? Theme song, by the way. Always got to give props to our main rock fade on going to distance, our Eagles fight song. And uh, for negotiations with rock, maybe get us a new little tune. Something yo showish, something very direct, something very else. I can't wait. I'm so excited for that. Hopefully he comes through. Got to ask him to see what he got for us. He's uh, very talented. Great artist. One of these nights got to have him on. Yeah. 
he needs to see us like in rare form. So then he can really write a song about us. <laughs> rare form, huh? And that's, that's just what we need. That's what everybody needs to see us in rare form. Uh, so let's get into the nitty gritty. There's that great again. Always, we sneak in in every show, if you haven't noticed. Um, we want to, uh, first of all, thank our guest from Wednesday. Local uh, artist from the band Messing Around, Brandon Messing, was with us. Woo. Oh, yeah. Played a couple of his uh, new songs. He's got the uh, upcoming album entitled Six in the Sky, which already debuted October 14th. So it... Uh, it aired yesterday. So congratulations, Brandon. Hopefully everybody's checking it out. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, all that great stuff. Brandon Messon. We thank him for coming with us Wednesday night. He's always a good time. He's a groovy dude. I had so much fun. And, yeah, once again, he's so supportive of us and what we do here. And he's just always willing to help. And just he's the definition of a serious artist, just trying to make a name for himself and his music is great. So if you haven't heard him, check him out. I agree. His music is great. And he's, he definitely is worth checking out. Um, again, Brandon Messen, M E S E N messing around is the uh, name of the band. Um, he was great tonight. We have another great artist. We're going, we're going to music. Jewel kind of made October music month. I'm all right with that. I love music. Yeah. Love new music and, and new stuff. Uh, tonight, Strawberry Girls are our Ooh. very special guest. And uh, when Jewel first said, I got Strawberry Girls, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be a couple <laughs> of hottie blondes talking about music. I can't wait. I look it up. I'm like, I must have the wrong page. Here's three and dudes. Daisy and Daisy Dukes, looking. a little plaid <laughs> shirt, a little picked up. No, they're dudes. They are dudes. Yeah, I found out the hard way. I got like into my underwear and lathered myself up. I'm like, we're going to check these ladies out and get sexy. I'm like, well, it's dudes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody help me. Uh, you you have no help. You're stuck here forever. <laughs> you even say you yelled at me like last time I tried to have a guest co-host, and that's never happening. You're stuck. Oh, screw that. <laughs> screw that indeed. Don't even get me don't even get me started, because you know what tonight is? I mean, tonight is the Strawberry Girls, and, and they get their episode, and we love them. But tonight is also kind of like a hyphenated – tonight is We Hate Podcast episode of the <laughs> yeah, radio much. show. I mean, the Yo Show, the yep. Yo Show, probably the Super <laughs> Network. Because we're a radio uh, show, Danny. <laughs> we play music. Goddamn radio live, show. talking. Radio show. Podcast crap is let's record it and let's edit it so it sounds soft and fluffy when everybody listens to it. Check this out. Fuck you. There you go. Shut your lips and learn. Shut your lips and learn. Zipper up your dick. I don't know. <laughs> See? It's the kind Too of far. dumb shit you get when you're Too lying. <laughs> Too fun. Yes, Jeff needs a drink. He does. Not even drinking tonight. That goes to show you what kind of ball sucking is going on. Not drinking anything. Because that's one of the drawbacks here. Jules got a big old cup of something. It looks like strawberry, doesn't it? <laughs> it does look like strawberry. And again, nowadays, I don't know what strawberry looks like. I thought strawberry was chicks and dudes. So I have no idea what strawberry looks like. No. You know what? I can't stand it. it prob- if someone eats a strawberry remotely near me, I'll throw up. I hate strawberries. I always say I'm allergic. I don't like strawberry <laughs> flavored anything. Really? 
but the Strawberry Girls are on tonight, and they're a pretty freaking awesome band. They are. They are. They are three of the least attractive women I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> they make handsome fellas, though. That's enough of that. Enough playing around. Yeah, I, I, hold up. They're probably listening we in only like have, We only had Betsy Cox on, right? That was a woman so far? Yeah. No, impossible. Oh. No, yeah. You're right. Yeah, we need wow. some ladies. Our first go-around is like all we had. The only people to say yes was ladies. Right. Yeah. Not only do we have ladies, we had like Bobby Brown and Erica Leniak. Like I had some banging ladies, Jennifer Taylor. And no, and then we had like I don't know Hal Sparks and Steve Howey and Josh Server. Like that was like <laughs> teenage yeah, like, Jeff and Joel's teenage fantasy year. Kind of like not only do we get like we get guests, but it seems like we get very attractive guests. We do. I know. Like never, never in front of it's funny because on the um, the Facebook page for the Stoop Radio Network, all of a sudden out of nowhere, somebody saw the promotion pic that I put up to Steve Howie, and she mm-hmm. liked it, and she tagged a friend, and her friend liked it, and then like other people started liking it out of nowhere. It's just this hunky picture of Steve Howie. Even I was like, hey, looking good there. I think that was my doing. I changed. I was trying to tweak the website a little bit. Oh, so. okay. Steve yeah, Howie came back his, around. Yeah, I know this picture kind of took over. Hey, yeah, whatever my works, sister right? liked it. <laughs> my <laughs> sister was so pissed. She couldn't get in that night on the on air. She's like, I just wanted to ask him what he does in the gym. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> That's, you know, it's all welcome here. Yeah, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, we're, you again. know, we're laughing, we're, we're joking like we always do here, but it's an angry night. It's a... Um, it's an anti-podcast night because I, you know, I was disappointed, Joel. I go out, do my day job, and uh, make different stops at different places. And the one place I pull in, I get inside, and um, there's a cleanup crew, and the guy's like, "Oh, somebody right with you," and he's playing with his phone, and he turns on the Joe Rogan show, <laughs> and I'm listening to it, and you know, all right, Rogan's been through Hollywood. He, he's been on TV. Uh, he's had his own Fear Factor show, whatever. He does UFC and all that crap. Show sucks. He was you interviewing James, he was interviewing James Hetfield from Metallica. You know what they were talking about? Bees. They spent like twenty minutes talking about bees. Yeah. Rogan's like, oh, you make the whole show talking about bees. I'm like, are you kidding me? Bees. They just go off on tangents, man. You can't. Uh... He had he had the one dude on. First of all, he like smokes pot with the guest every like other episode, and all his friends are like top-notch comedians, and he gets freaking good guests like Steven Tyler and Jay Leno, and he just had Vinny Paz, which is frontman of Jedi Mind Tricks, who I just saw, and I was gonna ask to be on the stoop, and then he had him on. He went on for Vinny Paz for like three hours, just talking about bullshit, boxing, like whatever. Yeah, that's you know. That's what we do here. I mean, we do it better because we're not like – it's all like nah, – now we'll, we'll get to it in the top five list because tonight's okay. top five list is <laughs> – well, let me get back. Actually, let me get back to that, that podcast story. So the cook comes in a few minutes later, and he gets on his phone, and he turns on the Preston and Steve podcast. Like, why did Preston even get a podcast? they got a goddamn radio show on a major Philadelphia network, and they got to have their own goddamn podcast. I think they're falling off. 
You know, I used to listen every day before work and like, I don't know, sometimes I'll get in the car and I'll just do it as a habit, but I don't know. It's just getting stale to me. First of all, I can't stand that dude. What's his name? Casey? He's a little yeah. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Such, he's such a, like, <laughs> he gets on my nerves. Kathy gets on my nerves anymore. It, it, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Preston and Steve are nerves. good, but, you know, it's like. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, with, like, um, us hardworking individuals with our low budget and our little radio show here to bring you great guests, despite the lack of resources. But all these people have podcasts, like these professionals have their radio show, then they get off the air and go do a podcast. Like, we have airways, dude. Yeah. There's some room for us. We're good. This is going to be great. like all, our whole show. Because I have so many more thoughts on this. You're really awesome. we got tons of topics. we got tons of everything. Maybe we'll uh, click back on for an extra two hours. That's the other thing, too. we got a two-hour window. All right, so top yeah, five. Yeah, what the hell? Top Top five reasons our show is better than Joe Rogan's show. That's right. Never thought you'd hear today, did you? You knew you'd hear today. You know my big dumb mouth will say it eventually. This is it. Top five reasons our show is better than the Joe Rogan show. Jill's got that look on her face. If I please hope that Jeff goes first, because I want to hear the dumb shit he says. Because she's going to say stuff like, we have soft pretzels. And I'm going to say, fuck you! All right, so number five, of course, speaking of soft pretzels, we're from Philly. We are from Philly, people, and that's like your defending Stanley Cup champion and the city brotherly love. We're from Philly. We bring the world, as our slogan says, but from Philly. That right there is badass. Number four, original content. All the content that you hear comes out of me and Jewel. We're going to have production teams and advertising people and everybody telling us what to say. And, like, I don't have a guy's hand up my ass. I'm not a puppet. You know what I mean? I'm me. All the stuff you hear comes right out of the genius mind of Jeff Perini and Joel Tatey. So I'm just thinking you're getting, like, some kind of fancy schmancy show. No, you're getting two people just letting their heart out. That's number four. Right. Number three. <laughs> number three, I don't listen to Rogan's show enough to notice, but I'm pretty sure that he doesn't have – a hot piece of ass co-host like Jewel Tatey. He doesn't. Oh, Jesus. He's, he's got no 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 eye candy out there. Jewel's out here slugging down vodka, hair down, <laughs> Halloween colored shirt on, no glasses. <laughs> Feeling it. He got that shit on Joe Rogan's show. No way. <laughs> yeah. Although he probably is listening in. He's going to call Jewel and she'll leave me for the big time paycheck that comes with the Joe Rogan show. Say goodbye to Jewel, everybody. Number two. <laughs> The awesome, quick wit and comedy of myself and Jewel feeding on is usually the straight guy. I appreciate that. From eight to nine, Jewel's the straight guy. Yeah. After that, it's, yeah. <laughs> After that, I got on my news. Oh, good the hell. Never comes out of our mouths. And the number one reason our show is better than the Joe Rogan show? No Joe Rogan! <laughs> there you have it! That right there makes us better than the stupid Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah! Yeah! All right, Jewel Tatey's going to give us the top five reasons why she thinks that Joe Rogan's show is not quite as good as ours. Do you feel better? I, ever do I feel, like, I I feel like you're still angry. <laughs> I, no, no, I feel good. I should have you do your okay. list eight or nine o'clock. Number oh. five, I fucking hate Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to do that, like, make it later. But, um, all right, I'll get into it. Number five. Yeah. We don't, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We let loose 
but we like to have fun. I like it. Awesome. Number four, our interviews are in-depth, but they are fun at the same time. We let the guests go. They can go as long as they want with, you know, <laughs> with some guidelines. But, man, I mean, we let them go off as long as they want. You want to promote this, promote that, go right ahead. You want to play your whole entire album? We're here for you. I mean, I've never heard Jennifer Taylor talking about being on the bus stop and taking her kids to school and me asking how many dads are there on the Joe Rogan show. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, number three. What does that say? Oh. <laughs> We're not overly raunchy. We're not in-your-face, belligerent, obnoxious raunch. Like, if your family had to listen, you know. They could listen to some shows that won't drop an F-bomb. Some of them. Yeah, Maybe. Jewel's parents are listening in. I just called Jewel a hot piece That's terrific. Yeah. Very family-friendly. But, I mean, we're not, like, you know, I get not you. that gritty. <laughs> okay. Well done. Uh, number two, we have amazing unsigned artists and talent. A, a lot of them are local people. A lot of them aren't. But I love, love, love having musicians on especially, that that it's their first time getting played on any kind of station. And I love premiering music, world premiering music. Like, it's amazing. Um, and number one, Philly Love. We feel hey. it. We feel it time. And oh, man, yeah. it was a great year to be part of this beautiful, shitty city of ours. <laughs> it is our shitty city. We're allowed to call it shitty city because it's ours. And you know the one thing I forgot? Um... That makes us better. Um, shit, just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> is that good, huh? It's awesome. It actually was pretty good. Too. That's a shame at all. It was something <laughs> that he, he definitely doesn't bring. I forgot what the heck it was. Yeah, well. It'll come Blood. back. Blood. All right, so let's rehash um, these 10 awesome things that make us so much better in the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> Even though he's like, and I'm picking on Joe because he is the number one rated podcast in the world. That's sad. Um, go to show you where our priorities lie. Anyway, uh, number five, we're from Philly. Number four, the original content straight from our genius mind. Number three, Jewel Tatey. If her family's listening, Jewel is a lovely young lady. If her family isn't listening, Jewel's a hot piece of ass in her orange Halloween color shirt with her hair down, her makeup on, no glasses. I'll stop. She's like getting red in the face over there. Number two is yes, stop. Number two is our awesome wit and comedy and our quick comedy. Number one, there's no Joe Rogan. And that right there is awesome. Jewel, who I thought was going to be candy coating it, came right out. We're not too, we're not too serious here. We're fun. We're not tight asses. We're out here having a good time. Uh, interviews are in-depth, but fun. No pressure here. Number pressure. three, we're not over. We're not overly raunchy. Fucking right, Joe. We're not overly raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Joe. You are just like you are the ultimate lead-in. I'm telling you, I'm going to lose you to Joe Rosen. You're just you really. God. You like lay down the pavement, and then I just walk on it. It's great. Uh, number two, amazing guests, brand new artists, unsigned artists, people trying to get discovered. That's what we do here. And number one, of course, that's Philly Love. Deuces. Philly Love in the house. One more. Tell me you're defending Super Bowl champion. Where's uh, Joe Rogan? Detroit? 
But the Lions? Yeah. I just want to say that, like, it, I mean, he had the MMA thing, right? Was he himself a fighter? Like, was he a boxer? I don't know if no. he had. That he actually, my first um, encounters of him was in that horrible show, Talk Radio. Of course, he, he played a oh. character named played a character named Joe. Did he not? Probably because he couldn't remember his actual name. Like if they gave him a different Maybe. name, he'd forget it. <laughs> let's call him Josh. Well, I may not remember that. Oh, let's call you Joe. Can you remember that? <laughs> I'm picking on you tonight, Joe Rogan. I challenge you. He oh, shit, we got a, shit, we got a call coming in. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh. Hello, oh. you're on the Stupid Radio Show. Uh, this is Joe Rogan. Uh, oh. <laughs> my podcast is good because a million people write and tell me what to say. Well, that's not nice. Come on, we're not going there. We're trying to be calm, civil people here. We're joking around. Got to cut them off. Did you hear that? God. Whew. Got me nervous. Dopey. I thought that was him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some shit, wouldn't it? Like, that's the other thing, though. Like, if I had a really, like, if I had the most popular podcast, I'd listen to other people. Start people with bone. I had a guy or, reach out today. Yeah, go ahead. Or? Oh, no. I was going to say if you were the significant other of someone who, I don't know, freaking hosted a podcast, you would, I don't know, listen to them and not freaking Joe Rogan all the time. I mean, <laughs> all day, all night. Or and watch all. some, or like binge watch some freaking Netflix show about Henry VIII. We yeah. know how that ends. <laughs> Guy had a hundred wives and beheaded ninety-nine of them. But that she, oh, I didn't say she, but they would rather watch that <laughs> show than listen to their lousy husband's radio show, which is the funniest goddamn radio show in all of Langhorn. Uh, I realize we're in our rambling, and you're right, we're going to be spending light rambling, but it's getting late. Thirty-eight oh, twenty-two, and we got a music. We got a couple songs for tonight's guest, Strawberry Girls. And we're going to play a couple right now. We're starting off with one called Volcano Worship, featuring Sour Glass. Say there's a strawberry, Sour Glass. Uh, anyway, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Five minutes and 17 seconds is this one. Volcano Worship is tonight's guest, Strawberry Girls. They'll be with us shortly. We'll play some music. And meanwhile, I'll be back in a few minutes. Enjoy right here on The Yo Show.
big time ending. I'm like growling over here. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Whew. Strong. Strong is the word. Growling that <laughs> I'm like I'm growling like the way I'm gonna growl when we finally beat Joe Rogan in the ratings. Oh my goodness. Stop dwelling. Anyway, Volcano Worship by Strawberry Girls. Great song. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, mostly a lot of their stuff is instrumental, which is uh it's pretty cool. Because instruments is really what it's all about. Um so that song features uh, Sarah Glass. She did a little bit of singing, and then uh, what how that works? She starts singing, and we're like, you know what? Mm, we're good. We got this from here. And they just keep jamming. They just jam <laughs> out, man. It's like, thanks for trying to, trying to sing, but we got this. <laughs> it does. It takes you back to like the '70s, and I remember. I'll never forget. I'm like, um, I think I asked my parents. I'm like, why? Why does like Magic Carpet Ride go on for like eight minutes? <laughs> I know, right? We're like, oh, sweetie, you don't know. You aren't there. <laughs> we just need a music to chill to. Exactly, yeah, I know, right? Find them song for so long because, you know, get that little yeah. reefer hit in there and let it soak into your brain. Not saying your Something parents like smoke reefer. I, I don't know. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. How do your parents feel about bees? Let's talk about bees. That sounds like a 30 minute <laughs> conversation about bees. Hey, I have a bee's nest in my front door. Let's talk about that. Let's not talk about that because somebody's just come over and help you with that, and they haven't done it. So, I don't know the guy's name, but I'm sure it's some smart ass. Always act like he's these stuff. Bees, man. I will punch bees, a man. bee in the face. I, I will punch a bee in the face. So sick of hanging around bees and bugs, and if you haven't guessed, that's what I do for a living. So we're at eight thirty. We're expecting uh, we're expecting strawberry girls any moment. We hope. Probably listen to a few minutes of me and like, you know what? That's bad. This guy sucks. Let's go hit up Joe Rogan. <laughs> Number one reason why our show is not better than Joe Rogan, I'm on it. That doesn't. <laughs> if you're a famous celebrity, I'll talk about locking you in my basement. All kind of great stuff. Hey, just goes with the whole, you know, Halloween creepy theme. <laughs> I guess. <It> is. <laughs> I guess. But well, you're going to come to the Halloween party at my place, and you're going to be hanging in the basement. And you're going to go back and tell Jessica Barth what a great time it is. Tell me, it's great yeah. down there. Dance party and booze. and Maybe she'll be in town. I don't know. She's due for a visit soon. I have to get her on the show live. That would be awesome. That would be absolutely awesome. Well, uh, get our people working on that right away. In other words, as soon as we're done, me and Jewel will make some phone calls. <laughs> we are our own people. That's what all makes us better than the Joe Rogan show. Hey, we have, yeah. <laughs> from last show to this show, we have, like, a full itinerary of guests <laughs> just clamoring to get on the Yo show. Yeah, we sure do. Jewel's done a great job there. Um, she's got the list, so I guess she'll read it off because I, of course, don't know where I put my list. That's the other problem, not having interns. You lose all your, <laughs> you lose all your information. Um, Where's my intern? I did speak to I did speak to one of our fabulous longtime friends and guests of the show who's going to be coming back on in late November with new music. That's right. Yes. Yes. I know Lilith. Who you're talking about. Woo. Lilith from Lilith and the Night will be back in late November. Uh, they have a new single coming. Out. I believe it's called War Cry. I don't want to get that wrong. I think it's called War Cry. Uh, she's going to be on in November. She did say that the band is taking a hiatus from uh, performing live. 
And she's like, the rest of the year. And I'm like, the rest of the year? I didn't realize it's already like mid-October. So I guess that's okay. Oh, but yeah. She said they want to get, they want to get down to some serious writing. Um, they want to try mixing some things up. So maybe we're going to get some different stuff out of uh, Lila. She is amazing. I tell you, her, um, she's beautiful. She's talented. She's friendly. She's smart. She's got all lined up. And she does um, poetry with her sister and everything. Oh, so it looks like we are ready for uh, some interview and some guests. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, the Yo Show would love to welcome Strawberry Girls. Good evening. How's it going? Hey. Great. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, we hear you pretty good. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking the time out to come on our show. Um very excited to have you on. We just played one of your songs a few minutes ago, Volcano Worship, and we absolutely love it. So uh, we're going to ask you some questions and promote some stuff if you got time. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Excellent. All right. So let's uh, – I, I got to get right into this question. I know I'm sure you're asked this a lot, but uh, where do three dudes come up with the name Strawberry Girls? Uh, it's from a song from the 80s called uh, Christine. By Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, and okay. It's like a lyric. Mariel, that's easy. That's easy enough. <laughs> yeah. We just want something weird and memorable, easy to pronounce, just different. Absolutely. Do you think a lot of people are shocked when you know they're you're obviously not not girls? <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely heard some people have. That's happened to some people, so. A little trippy. They get yeah. over it, though, right? They're confused by it, yeah. But yeah, most yeah. people have a good they're They get over the initial shock. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, uh, you're good-looking dudes. I mean, you may not be strawberry girls, but you're good-looking dudes. So, <laughs> so um, how did you guys get formed? How did you, uh, how did you find each other? Who got it all started? And uh, tell us a little something about your origins and where you, uh, where you began it. Um, so we started in Salinas, California, which is where um, this is the guitarist Zach speaking, and our drummer Ben and I are from Salinas, California, and we just started jamming together. We grew up in the same city and kind of like we're in the same music circles and stuff, and ended up just deciding to jam one day. Uh, ben lived down the street from me, so I could like walk there, and yeah, we jammed one day, stuff, and then. Just kept jamming the rest of the week and made a show like a week or two later and started recording and stuff kind of snowballed awesome. that's awesome and um it, you know how would you describe your sound um you know i read like aggressive groove or progressive rock like how would you describe your sound and who are some of your bigger influences um yeah it's kind of hard to describe because we're always trying to like with each new album or new song, we want to try to do something a little bit different, um, <laughs> but kind of under the whole progressive rock kind of thing, I guess. But uh, we don't really think about it. We just sort of throw everything we like in a blender. And, uh, I don't know. We just we I think we try to go for the stuff that's high energy, stuff that we like. Yeah, catchy. The cool. Yeah. We don't try to just like red constantly we like i don't know we want stuff that's memorable that you can almost kind of like sing in your head or whatever yeah. stuff that just kind of sticks with you rather than just being flashy to be flashy uh, all right yeah we just listen to a lot of like 
lots of different stuff, like rap, uh, electronic stuff, oh. lots of just like, yeah, pop, Grind punk, disco, grindcore. <laughs> we grew up on like hardcore, metal, yeah. that pop kind of punk. stuff. So we just kind of throw it all together and, yeah, take uh, influences from pretty much like everything. <laughs> yeah, and I love that mesh of different genres. And um, it, you guys have definitely a distinct sound of, of, of your own, um, but you're not opposed to doing covers. And I, I heard some of your covers Carly Ray Jepsen, Call Me Baby, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. uh, The Weeknd. Um, those yeah. are great. And um, I, I just want to know how much fun you had doing those. And can we expect any more covers from you guys soon? Uh, they kind of just sort of like happened um yeah we were just kind of like hey what if we tried this uh we just kind of like putting our own spin on things and trying to interpret other music that we like kind of in our own way so very cool yeah we'd definitely be open to doing more covers they're really fun to do because you already kind of have the like starting point so yeah the hard part's done (laughs) you just got to kind of interpret it in your own way try to make it something else because there's like uh I mean, even like family members and stuff, they don't listen to rap, but will like listen to our cover and be like, "Oh, that was really cool." Like, I I like how that sounded and stuff. So it's cool to be yeah. able to kind of take something like and repackage it in a way to where people who may not appreciate the original might like your version of it. Yeah, it, it is kind of hard putting your own twist on a, a great song, though. And you guys definitely did a great job, so it's awesome. Yeah, that's why we like covering stuff that's outside of our genre, because then we get to kind of. We have a, a lot more wiggle room to play around with rather than just covering, like, a rock song. It's like, all right, we're just going to play it like they did. But when we're doing yeah. stuff that's, like, based off synths and stuff like that and just weird electronic stuff or whatever, rap beats and that kind of stuff, it's kind of cool to reinterpret it in, like, a live instrument sort of way. Sure. That's very cool. Great stuff. It's, it's got to be fun, like I said, to put your own spin on it. When, when writing music, do you find it uh, – because I know you do a lot of instrumentals. Do you find it easier? Yes. Or harder to tell a story with just instruments, like you know, words obviously tell a story, but so do instruments. Do you think it's easier creating and writing that way? Um, yeah, it's just kind of different because um, all the like vocal stuff that we've had, we've just written the song and then kind of given it to the singer. But we've written the song sort of usually like we want the instrumental to kind of stand on its own to some degree. Um, so yeah, we just kind of write how we write. I mean, usually it'll be like, all right, this song is a little less crazy, or maybe there's a little more open space to it. So what if we gave it to a singer? But we just give it to like friends of ours and just kind of see what they do, and then kind of happens naturally. And that's all. And the volcano worship, which we just heard, had Sarah Glitch. She's phenomenal. One and um, yeah. two, like. Uh, I know that's probably one of your favorites. Do you have any other favorite collabs that you've done or collabs that you want to do in the future with people? Um, we're kind of open to just whoever. I mean, we, we just kind of give stuff to friends and yeah. if people like hit us up or whatever. But, I mean, it's usually just, like, music friends that we have. Like Sarah Glass is just an old music friend of mine that I've known for years. And we used to do stuff back in the day. So, like, I just gave her that song. Uh, she also plays harp, and originally, like, an idea was to maybe have her play harp on something, and then it just ended up being like, hey, try singing some vocals on it or something. We all just kind of got together and, and wrote something. So it's cool to have her on one of our songs, since we kind of, I've done stuff with her in the past. So it's cool to kind of have her name out there on our stuff. 
do you ever like write a song and think like, damn, like his vocals would go great with this, or or write songs just for a particular uh, person? Yeah. There's like some newer stuff that we've done that we're like, oh, like this guy that we've collaborated with would be really cool on this. We should give this one to him. Stuff like that. Um, but yeah, definitely we kind of go off the vibe and throw a tone of our friends' voices and stuff to kind of pick what we want to send. So, yeah, to who. That's got to that's got to add a fun little twist to making it with somebody in mind, and especially when it, you get it together and it works out so well. Now you guys, um, yeah. you spend a lot of time on the road. I was looking at some of your history, and you guys get out, and, yeah. and you really do. You you hit all over the United States. Um, is it? Do you like performing better, or or just grinding out and sitting and writing music? Like how big of a rush is it to get on stage in front of people and perform? Um, I feel like two. Yeah, there's two different feeling basically it's fun to kind of create something from scratch and have something new especially after you've been playing them for like a lot of time then you're kind of used to them and you want to do something new uh and just kind of share something new with the fans so it's they kind of they kind of go hand in hand like you, yeah you write something new and then you want to play it live and you want to write new more new stuff because you already played all that stuff that stuff. so they're kind of just yeah two two feelings that like work together Awesome. Now we know um, we have a lot of musicians on our show. We we do a lot of uh, bands and stuff, and we always ask this question because we love it. Tell us the best story or maybe the craziest story that's happened to you so far while being on the road. Hmm. So being on tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know to think for a second. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Take your time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to? I think the scariest play. thing was like. This. Snowstorm in oh, Kansas yeah. where we like oh, almost yeah. died. Down the snow? What? <laughs> you, like, snowstorm. Snow, not good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, snow. Come on, Jewel. Halloween, sorry. We got stuck. We had to like, we had to get to Memphis and we had to drive like in the middle of the night through the snow, like on unplowed roads and stuff. Yeah. And it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, it was super scary. There's like yeah. nobody around. Driving Jeez. super slow. To yeah, snow coming down. It was definitely one of those moments where you're like, we could die. Or like, you know, we could, I mean, not even so much crashing, but just like something happens in the van and we're like stranded out in yeah, crazy cold weather, freeze to death. That yeah. Kind of stuff. So yeah. Kinda, we try not to do winter tours uh, anymore after that if we can avoid it. Yeah, I don't blame you. That would that would cut me down real quick. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, like I said, we always ask you stories. That's actually that's actually pretty good. Like you just never know. You're you're showing your dedication to getting to the show. Meanwhile, you you got snow and and dangers of getting there. So I hope your fans appreciate yeah. all the hard work you're doing. <laughs> and and you dropped tour in August, right? And what was the most memorable part of that tour? Oh, the last one, uh, like the last one we just did. Yeah. Um, yeah it, was the, it was our second headliner. Yeah. yeah. And did better than we thought it was going to do. Yeah, there's some really fun shows on that. So. Uh, a show in Florida sold out in Orlando, Orlando? Yeah. yeah. which is really cool. It's the first time that it happened. So. Cool. Yeah, we got to take out two cool bands, uh, some friends of ours, uh, Night Versus and Andreas, who we actually just collaborated with right before tour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just it was. It's fun when you headline because you kind of control everything, so you don't got to worry about like when you when you're opening for other bands, you're kind of like you don't want to make anyone mad or whatever. But when you're headlining, you kind of just sit and chill and do what you want. 
and we kind of try to like with, with the openers be like good friends and stuff and not you know we just try to have a good time make everything just easy That's not too awesome. stressful you guys seem really like go with the flow and, and chill I don't know if it's the whole California thing <laughs> we're just uptight over here but uh, after that <laughs> tour you guys posted um, for your fans like what what kind of album they wanted to hear uh, what kind of yeah. response did you get and, and how, how far did you take into account what they said Everyone is like different. Some people yeah. want like heavier stuff. Some people want like more features. Some people want less features, <laughs> yeah. like vocal features. Some people, <laughs> yeah, everyone's different. But I mean, we're always growing and advancing, so we just have to see what comes naturally to us in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and we're still writing for our new stuff, so still kind of figuring it out. But just, yeah, trying to write as much as possible to have as much as we can to pick them. When do you think we can expect that album? <laughs> Um, definitely sometime next year. Um, hopefully, a lot sooner than later. Maybe I mean, maybe like spring or yeah. summer at the latest. But yeah, it just kind of depends nice. on how recorded. But um, still writing too. But we still we kind of have our we record our own stuff. So we get to kind of we can record in spurts. It's not just like all right, let's take a month off and we're doing everything. Um, we just kind of do it as we go. At least right now, we put out like three things that aren't on any records yet. So. Yeah, we just kind of do whatever. Sounds great. Um, speaking of uh, tour shows, headlines, uh, one of the main reasons we wanted to get you on uh, with the season coming up, we got a big show coming this weekend, Friday and Saturday, a festival uh, known as the Electric Halloween Music and Camping Festival. It's in Millville, New Jersey, which is fairly close to us. Um, what's it all about? Who came up with the idea? And tell the folks here a little something about it. Um. We just got asked to play. I mean, we've never been to it. We don't really know much about it. But there's some other cool bands. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy is co-headlining with us. They're pretty big, and their guitar player is Will Putney, who's produced like a bunch of records. Um, there's like a ton of bands on it. Hopefully, it'll well, be fun. Yeah. You guys are playing uh, Friday. You guys are playing Friday night, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're headlining Friday night, I believe. Oh, okay. so a, I wasn't sure it was two nights. Yeah, it's fr- uh, Friday and Saturday. The music and camping, you guys going to be camping out there and hanging out with with the crowd or kind of doing your thing and rolling out? Uh, we camping, but we are going to be there like pretty much all of Friday night. But then uh, we have to fly back Saturday. So, uh, we don't get to see the Saturday show, which I'm a little bummed about. That would have been fun. But, yeah, we'll definitely be there. It must Friday. be cool like to be on that tour and 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 glamping, if you will, like, in your tour bus while everyone else is out, like, I think it's supposed to rain this weekend, too, especially on Saturday, Ooh. so, uh, I'll pray for good weather, and, um, no, it should be fine, it seems like, you know, there's family stuff during the day, and then it gets kind of weird at night, so, <laughs> it seems like it's going to be <laughs> pretty interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun, we'll, uh, we're excited, we've been practicing, uh, last couple of days, so, definitely want to get a little crazy and weird, and, yeah, just <laughs> to put on a really good show. Yeah. It sounds great. And I, and I like that. Crazy and weird, you know, being yourself. That's the kind of stuff we love here on the show. Yeah. Um, so when you guys aren't performing and you're not writing music, you're not performing, um, we have different answers here. Are you guys like close friends? Do you hang out even when you're not doing music or you just kind of take time to yourselves? What do you guys like to do when you're not in the music scene? 
Um, we don't actually live in the same city anymore. So we're all kind of spread out now. So we only kind of meet up. Um, I mean, so far we've only really met up before tour and then now this show. So it just kind of depends. Uh, we're still kind of, it's like a recent thing. So we're still kind of figuring it out. But uh, yeah, our drummer has a family. So yeah, he does the whole dad yeah, family I live, thing. I live up in Oregon <laughs> now. And I produce bands and record music and drive for Lyft and Uber. And, yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I I live on the basement too. Yeah. Uh, I live down in San Francisco. You know, I work full time and uh, try to write a little bit on the side. Um, you know, work out, stay in shape. Yeah. Stay, uh, keep going, you know. Oh, that's got to be tough. And and you have three albums already, all self-recorded. And you said you're you're recording this latest album yourself too. How hard is that to do? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a recording in an album or an EP is always a challenge. I mean, just recording is, is tough, but um, we've always done it this way. We just like recording ourselves and produce, self-producing. Um, we just like having the control over the creative aspect of it and making it sound exactly how we want it to sound. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're excited for the new record. We have a lot of demos. And we're just gonna keep jamming and trying to write new stuff. Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, it, it has to be it has to be a greater sense of accomplishment though, like taking like pretty much your baby from like start to finish, rather than a, another person stepping in and and you know trying to control your music. Have you had any of that happen to you? Like people trying to come in and sell you a dream, if you will. Um, not really. Yeah, we've always done, we've always, like, recorded ourselves and, like, been very much, like, DIY uh, about everything. Like, we've, we've made our own music videos and our own, like, shirt designs and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we just kind of do, do our own thing. Don't really have, like, a ton of outside help. So it's kind of cool because it's kind of very much us. Uh, not a bunch of other people's ideas and stuff. It's funny, we were talking about uh, coming into the show about like the big commercial radio shows and podcasts and all that. We're the same way. We do all our own work. Everything comes off our head. We find our guests on our own, write everything on our own. So I can appreciate what a better feeling that is inside. Um, do you guys ever get into it with each other? Like, hey, Dude, we just put down sucks, or uh, is everybody uh, pretty good on the creative front? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we just kind of like usually we'll like write stuff together, and if we hear something cool, we'll kind of just keep expanding on that. So I think we're all kind of like on the same page and just try to push ourselves. So. That's awesome that you have that um, chemistry. Like, how how do you think you've grown since since that first album? Do you think your sound has gotten tighter, and do you think you know, you just play off each other better. Yeah, I think every year, like, we're getting better at our instruments and just producing, recording, and just getting a better ear for stuff. And, I mean, every time we record, like, a song, I feel like we learn something, and then the next time we go to record something, like, it's a little bit better than the last time. So we're always trying to get better. I mean, it's a learning process. It's a journey. 
Yeah, absolutely. We have um, we have one more song we're gonna play after we let you guys go for our audience. Song called Sasha. Um, is this song dedicated to anybody in particular? Uh, it was uh, kind of named after a fictional character from an Outcast song. The hmm. okay, but it's not yeah. like very lightly. Yeah, a nod to that. That's about it. So it's kind of her um, her spinoff. <laughs> uh, so it's just a random name from a rap song, basically. That's not <laughs> not any deeper than that. <laughs> That's cool. It's funny because again, like I said, we get artists on, and everything's like a lot of them. Like, well, you see, twenty years ago, I was walking down the street, and there's this person. She was like, yeah. dude, it's a name, man. It's it." <laughs> That's Very all, yeah, we try to. Yeah, not like since we don't have lyrics, we kind of just name stuff. I mean, a lot of times we'll name stuff kind of like sort of a feeling that it gives us or something, or try to have the name like complement the song somehow. But uh, we kind of just have a big list of things uh, of names that we kind of come up with over time, and we throw them out over time, and if something sticks, we all like it, then we yeah. usually go with it. It's like hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, even but it's funny because you got ones like like volcano worship, the one we listened to earlier, and um, yeah. But but you get that kind of power behind it when the song ended, and I was singing it here at the end and growling to it because it's got that hard finish. So yeah. it does kind of give you that that feeling. That's great stuff. Yeah, we try to kind of match the match the words with the kind of tone of the song or whatever kind of whatever however it makes us feel. Since we don't have lyrics, kind of the way we try to go about it. I like it. Um, let me ask you a question. As as the three is, you can kind of get together and give us one answer. Uh, you have a let's say you get this chance to play with any band, go on tour with any band. Who would it be? Who would be like your dream band to go on tour with and open with and play with? I feel like we have like a few of them. Yeah. Um, Mars Volta. Yeah, I feel like Mars Volta, uh, Circus Survive, yeah, Refuse, Death the Drive-In, yeah. Bosch would be cool, um, Drive would be York. cool. Racing New York, yeah. They're not even a band anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bring them back together. Yeah, just band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just well, band you're playing with some... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some amazing bands going to be there this weekend. Are, are you looking forward to work, like, seeing any of them live, or, or do you get to catch any of the show? Um, I'm not sure. We don't know, like, the set times for the bands or when we're even going to be there. Um, okay. We fly in. We leave from uh, the West Coast at, like, 6 in the morning, so I, don't, I forget what time we even get in. But, uh, yeah, so we don't even really know what's going on yet. Um, and we don't really know most of the bands. The only band that, like, I'm familiar with that I think is playing, besides Spit for a Not Topsy, um, is a band called Sauce with a W. They opened for us on our last tour in uh, Philadelphia, and they were really cool. They're kind of a, they were instrumental, I believe, and sort of in like a similar territory, kind of jazzy and stuff, but they were really cool. They put on a good show, so it's cool to see them on the flyer. Hopefully we'll get to catch them, but we don't know when we'll be there. That's awesome. awesome. And um, that's one that's one of the things we do out there. Next time you guys, you know, get a new album out and get out on the road, you make your way to Philly. Because we 
do make an effort to come out and see the artist. And we'd love to see you guys. I really like the music. I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely you. be coming to Philadelphia again. We had a really good show there last time. So, yeah, uh, yeah we yeah. definitely want to come back. So awesome. played uh, <laughs> played Voldy's Lounge, correctly? Yes, yeah. yeah, we played there twice yeah. so far, I believe. Or three times. Yeah, so three, three, yeah, maybe three times. Three times. We did the yeah. Tour and then our two headliners. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And that's like a fairly new venue, I think. Do you have any other, like, favorite venues you played? Um, the uh, Union Transfer. Union Transfer is awesome. Yeah. Ah, I heard. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Yeah, we got to open a show there. It was really cool. That's awesome. We'd love to see you come back in town. Um, we always ask our guests. We we hope everybody. We try to make everybody feel real comfortable and laid back here. So, if you guys had a good time, when new music comes out, we'd love to have you back. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You. of course. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. That was that was a quick yes. Very enthusiastic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank, thank you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, really, thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. So, um, if you're listening <laughs> out there, strawberrygirls.bandcamp.com is where you can find a lot of great music. They've got tons of it. Uh, like I said, we played one here, Volcano Worship. We're going to play Sasha in a few minutes. So we asked the fans and listeners to stick around. Uh, we want to thank you guys for coming out. Zach, Ben, and Strawberry Girls. Again, this Friday and Saturday in Millville, New Jersey, uh, at the Electric Halloween Music and Camping Festival. Check it out. Really, do it. It sounds great. There's a huge lineup, and it should be a great show. Thanks, guys, very much for coming on. We hope you have a great thank evening. You. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very we'll much. We'll definitely be back. Awesome. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> right. Thanks. Later. Bye. That was a lot of, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh, uh, my God. Like I said, kind of, kind of laid-back atmosphere. Three pretty chill guys from California, uh, or the California area, um, Zach, Ben, and Ian, known as the Strawberry Girls. I always hope I promote their stuff enough while I'm talking to them and interviewing them. Um, but I always do it after they go too. So once again, it is mm-hmm. Strawberry Girls. It's you know spelled just like it sounds. Strawberry Girls. Dot Bandcamp. Dot com. Bandcamp is home for a lot of great artists. I'm telling you, go on check these guys out and check out a lot of the artists on Bandcamp because it's great stuff. A lot of the artists that go there come here, and these guys are hardworking guys. They work during the day and they they do music on the side. One guy's got a family. One guy goes to the gym. I mean, they're workers, and that's great. That's the kind of people you want to support. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know where they find the time. I mean, they have I know, right? so many followers, and 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 really, they're they're great. But um, they're going to be along with a, a lot of great bands, Mantra, World Town Sound System, um, Your Persona. So just check out this festival. I mean, I'm dying to go. I I, I know this is no <laughs> secret. I'm really dying to go. Um, I do have a young child, but it looks like Jeff. There's family activities. There's like pumpkin painting and yeah. um pumpkins and piñatas which uh, that sounds messy <laughs> Halloween costume contest and yeah, yeah and then at night you put the kids to bed hopefully you come with a babysitter and a tent and uh shit gets a little weird <laughs> <laughs> like they said I love that it's absolutely awesome uh, again when you talk about the high profile high budgeted podcast if you will you don't get real like you do here we're real and them guys are real they're just laying it out this is what they like to do it's how they like to act it's how they make their music they do a lot of their stuff on their own they you know they do their own studio work their own writing everything 
that's exciting stuff. Uh, you can also find them, I don't forget, on Facebook. Just look up Strawberry Girls. they got a page with about uh, 26,000 fans and followers. So 26,000 people aren't wrong. No. And, I, I mean, I, between <laughs> last Wednesday with Brandon and then these guys, I feel like <laughs> the most high-strung person in the world because – I'm like manic compared to these guys who are just very laid back. Like I, I wish I had like an eighth of what they have with smoothness and, and chillness and, and positive vibes. I dig Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The, the thing I love because, and then I, I listened to Brandon's episode again. And uh, even when we had Mark Zamaro on with the hockey show and these guys tonight, like they may not get, they, they don't do the interview tour. Like some of these, celebrities who were on 20 shows to promote something like once a week and became fine-tuned in interviewing. But yet they're just, they're quick with their answers, Mm -hmm. smart, intelligent answers. They know exactly what they want to say, exactly what they're talking about, and they really make it easier for us. And I tell you what, I got to thank them because sometimes I find myself stumbling over my own words and they're just like, yeah, dude, it's this and that. And like that Sasha thing, it's just a girl's name, dude. That's it. Yep. Yep. So uh, tell me, uh, who is uh, who is Sasha? Where does she live? <laughs> Are you talking about Beyonce? Is this Sasha Fierce? Is there a hidden meaning? Like, no. Relax. Yeah, is there any inner secret behind Sasha? Is she uh, a government informant? No. Yeah, it's, a, it's a chick from a rap video, dude. Easy. Her <laughs> rap song. Alkaia song. At that. Alkaia song. That's very cool. I love Alkaia. I feel Talk bad. About being like, I mean, I'm an fan. I don't know what they're talking about, so <sighs> it bothers me when I don't know like musical references. You know Alcast? No, I know. Obviously, I know Alcast. Oh, I don't know which like, like character they're referencing. I, all I keep hearing is Rose is really Sasha. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Sasha, Sasha, she's the reason for the word bitch. That's oh, Caroline. Never mind, blow. Somebody Caroline, yeah, that's the song Caroline. I'm thinking of, Jeff. Love it. Roses really smell like poo ooh, ooh. That's the song I'm thinking of. And roses really smell like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> My like niece heard that part. for the first time. Like, you, these young kids, they, they're like, they don't know shit about our music. And she's like, this is the worst song I've ever freaking heard. It came on the radio. What? I'm like, oh, this is the shit. You don't Caroline know shit. Listen to, like, <laughs> four or five more times, you'll get to love it. Especially when he does yeah. that fast forward where he hopes she drives into a ditch and crash, 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 crash. into a ditch. <laughs> just playing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just playing. <laughs> like, you hope it crash into a ditch. I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like the, that's like the shittiest line. Like, good, it's but like, shitty. It's like crash. Eminem just saying, uh, P. Diddy put out the hit that got Pa killed. And then he's like, I'm just playing P. Diddy. You know I love you. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I love him now, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's something. Anyway, let's get to, let's let's get the story of Sasha. What do you say? Let's play it. Right now. Can we hear some yes. music? Yeah. Yeah, you sure? All right. Once again, the band is Strawberry Girls. If you Google them, don't be surprised to see three, uh, Decent-looking fellas from California. You're not on the wrong page. <laughs> Zach, Benny, and 
very, very, very excited to have them on the night. We thank them again if they're still listening to the show. Uh, wow. So we'll get to um, Sasha right now on the Yo Show. Enjoy. We'll be back in about four minutes.
energy. That is awesome. That was Sasha by tonight's very special guest, Strawberry Girls. Um, I know what the song's about. Not to say the song's got a story and there's no words. I know what that song's about. Sasha apparently is a girl that is great in bed, but a pain in the ass outside of that. Like, get that aggression to begin Like, Sasha really laying into them. And then afterwards, they're getting that, like, that slower part. It's like Sasha, like, working on their nerves. Did you take the trash out? What's for dinner? Where are we going? And they're like, Jesus Christ, Sasha, shut up. And then a little bit later, it gets fancy again because Sasha realizes all she got is, like, good skills in bed to keep the man happy. So she gets back in bed. She's like, da 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 Do I know it? Is that what it's about? So it is Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. <laughs> and then fiercely running for the front door. <laughs> there you have it. Sasha. I have to thank the the, the guys again. Um, ben just emailed me thanking us for having a, having them on, and man, they're oh, just wow. great people. Um, Strawberry Girls, everyone, Millville, New Jersey, this Friday. Yeah, it's not not too far from where we are. Um, I had a couple My of engagements there. Yeah, I got a couple of engagements this weekend. I can't make it. I was a little disappointed. Um, Jewel works hard to get these bands on, and she always manages to get bands on to have a show like the next day. <laughs> They're gonna be our show I tonight. Know. They got a giant concert the day after. <laughs> now seriously, that was great. Oh, gosh, I had. A, I just wanted them to promote it though. Like, it, yeah, exactly. It's cool when they get out right beforehand. But um, no, it just stinks when I can't make it because I get so mad at myself. I like I like to see as many guests of ours as possible. Um, sure. I saw a few, but uh, man, when they come into town, I really like to support them and, and thank them again for being on. So, uh, yeah, it just stinks, but, um, maybe you never know. Well, they, they like Philly. Get there. They've been here yeah. a couple of times. They'll be back. So I will definitely check that out. I love going to shows. Um, from our show, I got the, uh, good fortune to see, uh, Hale Sagan, Sagan Amory at the Volta's Lounge. As a matter of fact, got oh, to meet yeah. her. Yeah, got to give her a little hug. She's adorable. I absolutely love her. I know she's badass and all that. She's supposed to be badass, but she's cute in person, too. Another Halloween-esque show. Yeah, she was a uh, she was our Halloween show last year. Mm-hmm. She's got new stuff coming out, too. We'll uh, reach out and see what she's up to. Um, she had a cute little promo of it. Um, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, with the, the, the naked picture one, I was like, Jesus, Sagan. She's Some awesome. Kim K stuff right there. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, also very, very, very fortunate to see the Femmes of Rock. That was great. Um, and they're Damn, great. You and saw them without me, too. God damn it. Uh, you, we had tickets for you there. You had something I come know. up with I know. So we had to. Uh, Hospital visit. Or would have been there. Tickets. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. But was I a great did show. see. From Marsha, I saw Overwinter, and I saw Messing Around, and I saw Dreambox Mechanics, and I saw Hail Sparks, and Sheena and the Nosebleeds, and who else? Someone else. I'll think of it. Jessica Barth, because I'm her cousin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, my my cousin. No, I was actually supposed to go to her show because she was, um, what play was that? She was in a play in, in Lake Glenside. And I missed her show too, so <sighs> life gets in the way sometimes. And I oh, missed and, uh, Pete and the Wolf like five times, and I'm so upset <laughs> I never saw Jim Peg because 
I really, you know, what I was thinking, Jeff, I, I would, you know, what Aaron just blew me away with his proposal to me, and I'm just stoked. But man, Aaron and Jen, if they could come to my wedding, wow, and just yeah, that'd be something. Wow. Don't forget, I also also saw Glam Skanks. That was awesome. But yeah, let's oh, yeah. Um, let's catch the listeners up to that because Aaron's show always gets tons of listeners, and we hope that they come back and listen to us again. And if they do, Aaron Paul, the amazing human being that he is, was on our show uh, a few weeks back and talking with me, has decided that he will appear at Jules' wedding. What? <laughs> he he said. He said it the day he said it is booked and etched and it's done. He just keep in contact with him and yeah. I'm gonna plan my wedding around our Paul, like I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) How about the second Aaron Paul? I told my family and they're like, Well, you're you're doing it in a church, right? I'm like, Are you serious? (laughs) Like, no, it's not gonna be in a church. It's gonna be the party of all parties. Oh, absolutely. Especially You've got a professional performer coming now too. Oh hell yeah! I, I I'm so I'm excited. It's <sighs> it's so amazing. He's like you know I want it to be my gift to her, and I want to sing a song, and I want to know what her favorite song is, and I'll try to do my own rendition of it. And I'm like, wow! Oh my god! He, at first, he's like, let's make it a surprise, and I lasted like eight seconds. I was the ultimate goddamn <laughs> show. Guess what? <laughs> I'm like, Aaron's so excited. He's like, and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I already told her. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he knows any Bruce or Lana Del Rey? <laughs> I'm sure we can, you know, sure we like, can make them. No, uh, no. There's some popular songs, though. He's great. He's such a great guy. And he, Dude, you know. He's range. He can do anything. He's, uh, what we love is when the guests come on and, uh, I said, we, we talk about some guests, and some do it, and, and some don't, because I understand people get busy. But he said he went back, after he was on, went back listening to the entire episode, and just was going on and on and on about how well we handled it, how great it was, how great he felt having uh, Dre and um, and Nathan come on with him, and all five of us were all able to get in thoughts and talk at different times and bring up different stories. He thought it was amazing. He thought we handled it amazing. i got to tell you. Well, you know where you don't, you know where you don't, you know where you don't hear shit like that? Joe Rogan Show! (laughs) Welcome to Joe Rogan Show. Our special guest tonight is Aaron Paul. What? You know, it's it's really Thank you, Joe. I'm so honored to be here. (laughs) That was pretty good. Thank you very much. Um, It's easy to do when you're directly in front of your guest. You know, like you can kind of go off their body language and and you don't have the delay, like if they're overseas, like like someone like Aaron or Lilith would be, you know what I mean? Like it it is, it's challenging to do it like we do sometimes. But I mean, that just means when we get the bigger studio, that it's going to be that finely tuned. That much awesome. Means you're going to be stone ass drunk every episode. I mean, right. Stone Age. <laughs> Aaron actually is not a receiver. Aaron is Aaron is pretty much made residence in New York now, which is all. Awesome. Oh, I, I realized that halfway through my sentence, and I had to correct yeah. myself. Like, oh, people over in London, because we do have London callers. Sure, that lady from Germany that called just talked to Aaron. Uh, that right. is the that is the one snag, and 
I know I'm going off tonight about guests and really pouring it on how much we love our guests. But when Lilith comes on from Lilith in the night, it's like mm-hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning out there. And she calls and she sounds like it's noon and she's out having lunch. Hello, That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. She's the best. <laughs> Freaking love her. I swear to God. Tell you what, if I was a single guy, I'd record her saying awesome and making my ringtone. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So awesome. I watch that show. It's um, 90 Day Fiance. And they all have fiancés that are, like, overseas. And this one lady, she's from, like, New Mexico or something. And her, her fiancé is in London. He actually, like, changed his schedule. So he would wake up, like, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. To have her get isn't that sweet? Poor bastard! Oh, I'm gonna wake up at five in the afternoon. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I don't think he has a really great job, if any job. Uh, but I thought the thought was I. sweet. My night job is good. This is my night job. Pay's not yeah. as good. That's <laughs> <laughs> up to you, people. Don't let your fucking make millions of dollars and make us poor, damn it. Oh, is is it that time? Because I got to put in my two cents. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. We're getting there now. All right. Let's do a topic or two. We oh, like yeah. never do topics anymore. <laughs> We've gotten so good at like rambling and we've gotten so good at rambling and bullshitting, which is because there's like no dry time. We've got so good at just talking off the hip that we lose topics. And that's great though. So excited. <laughs> oh, now it took Joe like sixty episodes to get the jitters out. <laughs> They're there. I was going to say, they're always still there. And I love that. That's what I love about having you here the most. You're, you're always, moments before showtime, you're still jittery. I get a little weird, too. It depends, you know. Music, you know, with musical guests, I, I think I'm a little easier with the musical guests because yeah. they all got that creative artist kind of mentality where, hey, man, it's like my art, and I really want to be passionate about it. Or actors, you know, actors, actresses, Somebody's writing the stuff for them. It's not really their own, but they're going to talk about it. And they like the character, but it's just a little different. So, I don't know. And comedians are, are just, it, it puts you in a, that, that good space, too, where it's like, all right, this is going to be funny. Let's let's just go with it. So, um, yeah, I, I get nervous for, for all our shows, though. Yeah, that's great, though. But you know what I like? You talk about comedians. I got to tell you, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I do. Uh, <laughs> we've had... Um, Let's see, Brian Six, Sean Kanan, um, Betsy Cox, Hal Sparks. Bobby, Bobby Brown, Hal Sparks, that are all doing the comedy scene. Mm-hmm. Three out of the five of them have come around and tell me I'm very funny, or something I've said is very funny. Sean Kanan said I was very funny. Betsy Cox said I was very funny. And um, Bobby Brown told me I was very funny. <laughs> so I'm telling you, man, when people that do comedy tell me I'm funny, it gives me a great feeling. Did they, what, they, like, DM'd you afterwards, like, hey, Jeff, you're pretty funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, Betsy said it during the show. Sean said it during the show. Sean said, oh. you're pretty good. Bobby told me afterwards. He's all right. I'm funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. I'm hilarious. Well, Bobby Brown <sighs> told me I was hilarious after I tried to ask her out. I'm like, can I go out sometime? She's like, oh, that <laughs> is hilarious. I'm still Bobby uh. Brown. She's great. I love her. I'm trying to get her back on the show too. She was cool. I love the, I love those guests. There's like, ask anything. 
nothing's off the table. And that was Bobby. Bobby's like, dude, you're not going to offend me, ask me anything. And I kind of chickened out. It's just something I kind of chickened out. Well, it gets to a point where you're like, I'm just not going to go there. You know, you yeah, might like have it. stuff written. When it comes to saying it, you're like, nah. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to ask her if she could put her leg behind her head. Like, that's, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a little that's much. Speaking of women and putting her legs behind her head and all kind of great sexual positions, Ariana Grande has uh, called off her engagement. <laughs> I'm sure young men all over the world are very happy to hear this. Ariana Grande apparently has called off her engagement to the gentleman I call the world's ugliest Saturday Night Live cast member, Pete Davidson. How he got her, I have no idea. But uh, Apparently he's packing. He's got to be. He's ugly as sin. Apparently, he took down all his social media, too, right after this breakup thing. So, he's taking it pretty hard. Damn. I mean, come Damn. on now. He's, well, you know over, he's overachieving. She was with Mac Miller for years. Yes. They were and, engaged. Yeah. They um, After she had that whole um, thing happen with the, the shooting um, at her concert, you know, he was there comforting her. Um I I, I friggin' I like Mac Miller a lot. I used to watch his shows and everything, and he was just a cool, funny dude from what I saw. Um, but yeah, they were together for years, and it seemed like Pete Davidson was like a rebound. Um, you know, they they met in April, they were engaged in May, they got matching tattoos. Like, come on, I think that I mean it didn't hurt him because he got a lot better roles on SNL. Um, people know his name where they didn't before, so yeah. I mean, they'll both be fine. They're young. I'm not an SNL guy. I knew my thought on that. And SNL just pretty much became political satire TV. It's so overblown. Get original stuff. We know Alec Baldwin is Trump. Ha, ha, ha. I get it. Come on. It's getting old. It's so stale. Hate Saturday Night Live. That's why I'm glad that Pete Davidson is no longer with Ariana Grande. That's why I'm happy about it. Ha! Take that. She is just too extra. Like, she just needs to calm down. I mean, she is like a goddamn bunny rabbit. Like, she just never stays still. Just, like, just just relax. Like, you don't have to be so extra all the time. You think she she bunny rabbits in the sack, or? She's just, she's crazy. (laughs) That she brings the heat in the sack, Plus, she said she, like, hates America and Americans and, like, spit on food or something like that, didn't she? Well, that's not, I don't like that. She can spit on my food. She spit on my penis. Oh, my Lord. Just said this was a family show. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, um, this just came in. I just saw I just <laughs> oh, saw Wait, wait, this. wait. I'm sorry. Oh, we have a strawberry okay. girl. Strawberry what in the <laughs> heck is going on? <laughs> Sometimes you need special guests. Hey! <laughs> you this on Joe Rogan. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to show. Okay. <laughs> this is our uh, this is our new weekly visitor. We call him Hey Man. Hey, what up, Hey Man? We love the new flowers, mascot. Gritty, everyone. <laughs> That's Hey Man. He was like, Hey, yeah. he had shirt tied up. It was awesome. <laughs> That's great stuff right there. We won't Have reveal the the secret identity of <laughs> Hey Man. Our new special guest here on the Yo Show. He's awesome though. Came in trying to sort of spank his own ass. <laughs> that's awesome. To me, that that's you're not getting that shit on Joe Rogan. No. 
No way. Whew. No way. Um, I hate to follow it up with sad news, but there is a little bit of sad news that we have to uh, yeah. say here. Yeah. Um, Microsoft co-founder of the NFL Seattle Seahawks and the NBA Portland Trailblazers, Paul Allen, has passed away at the age of 65 years old. Uh, just came out. Complications from cancer. Allen, very wealthy man, very intelligent. Uh, the face of Microsoft. Um, and obviously, like I said, a pro football owner, guy that was always very much involved with his teams, passed away at the age of 65. Apparently, uh, not too long ago, it was actually presented, uh, from what I'm seeing here, by football had it at 8.50 p.m., so it was probably something that happened recently. So uh, our condolences to the Paul Allen family. Rest in peace, Paul. Great man, um, business owner with great vision, and uh, he'll be missed. Very tough. Yeah. yeah very sad. Um, we hate to do it right there. Hey, man, but yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. It's his new name. But Paul Allen, rest in peace. Um also, um, as you know, I, a couple weeks ago, I wished my mom a happy birthday here. Wish a happy birthday to my father as well. His birthday would have been tomorrow. Uh, so happy birthday, Dad, up in the sky watching down on us here at the Yo Show. Uh, a very, very happy birthday wish to a guy who is very much with us, a guy very influential, one of the kings of interview shows, podcasts, the whole nine yards, we're going to call it. Dr. Jimmy Starr from the Jimmy Starr Show. It's his birthday today. Um, Happy birthday. You know, know, people related to Jimmy uh, will listen. And and Aaron Paul, of course, is a big Jimmy Paul guy. And uh, and, uh, Eileen Shapiro, who uh, is still waiting on my phone call. She's going to kill me because I'm still supposed to call her to talk about stuff. But (laughs) uh, anyway, very happy birthday to Jimmy Starr. Nice guy. Met him in person at the Adamant Show. Good guy, good program. Uh, he's in the fashion as well, and he's just a great guy. So happy birthday, Jimmy Starr. Yes. Happy birthday. I didn't oh, know his, his age. I'm not going to reveal his age. His, his yeah. face just, like, popped up at me. <laughs> that was Didn't so really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, very, very large picture. <laughs> Jimmy. We're not, we're not going to reveal his age. He's young no, at heart. It's okay. It's okay. He's 21 forever. Yes. He's he's like fun energy, like he's a young fellow. Though. So God bless him. He's yes. a young fellow. He's got plenty of time. He does good stuff. Good program. I'd like to be I'd like to be on that level someday. Speaking of young, um, oh wait, oh you you had a, a lead in for this. That's why I was going to bring it up. Go ahead. Want to continue? With <laughs> topics. Oh, you said I had a lead-in for something. I'm like, what did I lead-in for? Oh, yeah, because okay. I was going to say something, but I just realized you had a Shit hits the fan, people. Nine o'clock. What can I tell you? Nine o'clock. Shit does hit the fan. It, get, it gets messy. Um, I like this story. I'm going to share this story. It's very simple, but I love it. The uh, band Disturbed. One of my favorites, too. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> you ever seen them live? They are... Just as good live as they are in person. What? Were you talking? <laughs> Go ahead. What? I missed it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so the band disturbed. Uh, today, their frontman Dave Draymond uh, has announced that he has removed his signature chin piercing, that that two piece dagger chin piercing that he's had for years. It kind of became like his his like calling card, if you will. Uh, removing it for good. 
He said, at 45 years old, made him look like a, a Hot Topic kid. So I think that's funny. They're still a Hot Topic. I thought that was hilarious. Um, loved Draymond. Loved the star. Loved their music. Uh, you know. But I got to ask you, so piercings on an older man, like face piercings, all kind of stuff like that. Is it rock star or is it ridiculous? This is what I was trying to talk about. I'm not good at segues like you are, okay? But I was gonna I say leg at Ariana Grande. I'm not good at segues. <laughs> <laughs> at you know um what they call hot thirty. Fresh fresh young early thirties. If you oh, want, yeah, girl. Get him, girl. <laughs> not not like that. But like turning thirty was like a turning point for me. I realized I had to change my clothes somewhat. I had to change um my makeup. I had to change you know, my gaudiness. Like, you know, we're from Philly, but um we might we might have that little jersey flash or something, or at least I did for a minute in my horrible fashion days. But I always wanted a, a damn nose piercing. And and the one time I went to get it, um, this dude, he was actually piercing my girlfriend's chest. And he looked at me. It was like an old band. And I was there for, like, moral support for my friend because, you know, that's scary. And he looked at me. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't get my nose pierced if I were you. And I'm like, why not? He's like, well, your face is lopsided, and it would bring attention to one side of your face. I'm like, you... Asshole. Like, I know my face is lopsided. My nose is lopsided. Like, I know that, but you just lost my business, and now I'm not going to have a nose piercing. And now that I want one, but I'm like 31, um, I feel like I'm too old. And for dudes, like, first of all, the chin, the eyebrow is it's just not cute. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it's cute. And like the upper lip, I don't get that. Like the Monroe. I, I I just I don't know, and I think if you're above thirty, it just shouldn't be a lot. Came on a whole different attack this time. I like the outfit from last I got scared. I thought Hey Man was back. <laughs> <laughs> hey Man is back. I need a whip. <laughs> All right. Jules being kind, sexually assaulted kind of right here on the air. <laughs> it is now. We got see we got nudity. You'll get that on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Get that on, Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan's the man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only appearance of Hey Man is he just praised Joe Rogan on our anti-Joe Rogan show. <laughs> That's right. He's number one. We're number 100 million, but we'll catch up. Come on, he looks silly. God Fine. damn it. But what are your thoughts on, on piercings? Piercings? <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody's got to put that glass down. Um... <laughs> I, I was never a piercing guy. I'm not anti-piercing. I was never a guy of that. I would look at, you know, we're talking about, you know, Dave Draymond, and I would look like, eh, that thing's pretty badass. Okay. I would never get a dung from sissy, so I don't have any tattoos either. I want to be tattooed. I'm a little bit. It's scary. Though. It looks like it actually hurts. Maybe mm-hmm. one day he woke up and was like, ah, Jesus Christ, this thing hurts. Not that it looks kiddish. It probably hurts. It looks painful as shit. No, and like in the winter, I, I just don't get it. That song down, you know, class. you know, the song down thickness by Disturbed, right? Was, Wah! Maybe that's what it was. He went to sing, Wah! 
and then it hurt. He's like, ah! That's what happened. Yeah, it happened. Like it was recorded go. while he was getting it. <laughs> Probably. Probably. All right. So you know what? I'm excited tonight. I was gonna go. I have more topics. But so excited because Jewel Tatey is lined up and fired up and prepared for the big oh, question geez. of the night. She's ready for it, so I'm going to ask her. Wait, Jill Tatey. <laughs> okay. What ticks okay. you off? Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're going to ask um, you about upcoming guests. Um, okay. We called Joe Rogan. She's got her first sidekick. You know what ticks me off? Jeff, you know what ticks me off? What takes you, you off, Jewel really Tady? Grinds my freaking gears. Um, you know, there's. Do you watch TMZ? Sometimes. There is this chick on there, and she is. She no. And okay. she's not cute, and I'm pretty sure she's racist, and um, she has horrible opinions. Like, look, I, I, I'm not saying I'm the most savvy behind the mic but you know if you're on TMZ you're going to be on air you're on camera you have to have a solid opinion about something you can't talk about the same thing every time her name is Raquel and I don't know if you know I know her Um, Mm -hmm. you you know her you you know that she's getting her own damn show late night unreal what is Agreed. What what is with these shitty Shows and people getting paid <laughs> for it. it took me I agree. I, I I couldn't agree more. And when me and John did the show, all over that horrible program that uh, throwing shade. Remember throwing oh, yeah. shade? It was um, on TV Land. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The worst show. The most unfunny people was the girl and and the gay guy. The show was terrible. There wasn't anything mm-hmm. funny about it. And they got their own TV show. And I'm like, I used to always go off. And John's like, don't go off about it. You know, talk about it. And then he actually got in touch with people that almost had them on our show. And I was like, great. Now I've got to kiss their ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It's like, you absolutely know for a fact it's not going to go anywhere. And yet they get these, like, time slots. Like, what? Do these people see in them? Now I'm not being, you know, you know. Props to you if you can make it that far. But there is a good show that looks good and funny. It, the Lady Gang on E. It's just these three women and they talk about like weed suppositories for their period cramps. Like it looks really funny and like relatable and relevant. Um, but this this Raquel chick just has zero talent, and I, I'm just flabbergasted and how she got that far. Unbelievable! It really is, and, and it it that ticks me off too because like I think what we do here is good and unique and fun, and sometimes you got to beg your own family to turn the goddamn thing on, and listen for like a minute. Like it's we have tons of listeners, we get listeners. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's like friends, family, like hey, did you listen to my show yet? You have a show? Like where the hell have you been? <laughs> I know, my sister invited me out tonight. I'm like, dude, 
I got a show, man. And she's yeah. like, oh. And she she was one of our faithful listeners last year. So I'm like, I, I got kind of hurt by that. Yeah, my brother decided to call me to talk about Monday Night Football. Yeah, game's <laughs> on the background here in the studio, but kind of doing something right now. I was listening to Sasha at the time. Decided to call. What's the uh, Jeff Perini? What ticks you off? And I think I started covering it. I think you kind of know where I'm going tonight. Um, first to the good news part of this, I advertised our show on a Facebook um, network thing for radio shows and independent podcasts and all that stuff. And a guy reached out to me and said, hey, here's an idea. Why don't we um, listen to each other's shows, critique each other's shows, and, and let us know what, what we think. So I think it's a great idea. Um, something to look forward to in the future. But what ticks me off, what grinds my gears, it really eats at my flesh. It's just that. Celebrities, people that are already on TV, already on the radio, already have their publicity outlet, that just keep gobbling up more. Hey, let me get my own podcast. Let me get my own radio show. Let me get my own TV show. Let me get my own movie. Let me get my own lunchbox. Let me get all merchandise and my face all over it. Look at my face. It's everywhere. We get it, all right? You're 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 famous. All right, Joe Rogan's on friggin' uh, the Ultimate Fighting, uh, the the horrible Joe Rogan show. He's got the TV syndication from talk radio from eight million years ago. He did uh, Fear Factor. That's enough, dude. Back off a little bit. Let some real talent get in there. That's right. He's not even like good looking. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't dig what he does. I know him. I'm not, I guess this decision isn't popular. I'm not big on what he does. I don't enjoy his show. I was listening to it. And at first, I didn't even know it was him at first when I was listening to that James Hetfield interview about the bees. I didn't know it was Hetfield either. I'm like, what is this horrible show? And they're talking about bees. They're talking about neighbors. And it's like, what is this? And I look at the guy's phone. I'm like, figures, fucking Joe Rogan. Terrible. But seriously, like, how many outlets do these people want to have? If you're on a radio station, like, if you're a talk show host, when you do sports on the radio, you should be allowed to branch out and do like a hundred other podcasts. There should be some kind of limit. Hey, if you're with us, you're with us. Stop. This way, people have more time to listen to independence, people trying to make their way, people who really blood, sweat, and tear it and do hard work. Not all these super celebrities. Enough of the super celebrity and all their exposure. And you know what? While I'm at it with six male super celebrities, enough of the goddamn political satire is not funny anymore. The man's been president for two years. Give it up. Who's in prison? President. Oh. President. Oh, Political president. Satire. I thought you said Political prison. satire is such... That was... I mean, I didn't know which way to go with what ticks me off when I'm kind of on the same page. <laughs> Political satire and, and people getting cheap laughs out of saying they don't like the president or imitating the president is so over. Come on. That's been, that's been forever, though. That's nothing new. Like, they busted on every single president since but they the show's really. Been they really overdo it with this guy. Well, he's really a clown. I mean, it's funny to make fun of a clown. <laughs> anyway. God. Give me something. Saturday Live, give me something besides Alec Baldwin as Trump. Anything. I understand what you're saying. But, like, if you want good content, like, I like good music, but I like weird, you know, my own music. And I like bands that not necessarily everyone else listens to. You have to go out and find that shit on your own. If you want to... Good Philly podcast, 
music network entertainment station for your ears, you're going to find the Yo Show. You're going to find the Stoop. And it's going to come to your ears, and you're going to have a great freaking time. So you got to put out the work on your own. Because if you don't, you're just going to be stuck in this, um, you know, what everyone else is watching. I don't want to watch what everyone else is watching. I want to find the new shit. What about you? I want to go out and see the Strawberry Girls at the Electric Halloween. I want to go see Vita and the Wolf and Sheena and the Newsleets. Like, I want want to find my own past in life. Exactly. I'm only led around by my balls. Watch this. It's good. Oh, everybody in the world likes Joe Rogan. How can you not like it? It insists upon itself. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to like it. Here's here's a story I forgot. I got to share this one. Because this one makes me laugh. Former Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLonge. Remember Tom? I remember. Remember he left the band? Yeah, remember he left the band and uh, he went and did a UFO hunting band? He kept talking about finding UFOs? Yeah. Yeah. That business is now $37 million in debt. God damn. What the hell are you exploring for $37 million? I mean, I feel horrible because... I was legit rooting for him. Like, when I first found out about it, I'm like, damn, I hope he does find something. I'll come along. I'll, you know, I'll follow his follow his findings. But uh, what did he do? Did he, like, break into Area 51 and get, like, fines? Like, why is he that much in debt? I don't even know. Like, I mean, uh, what kind of equipment do you find UFOs? Maybe $37 million is all the psychiatric bills because everybody thinks he's lost his mind. Maybe. I think it's Cheetos because he gained like 70 pounds since the last time. He did. He did Jeez. fat, didn't he? He did. He said a high whiny voice sometimes. Now he probably seems like sometimes. Another, another dude with a stupid lip piercing. Yeah, <laughs> a little piercing. He'll be on the Joe Rogan show soon. Yeah, probably. We'll be talking oh, about, oh, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to tell you about. Um, did you ever hear this dude um, who you have to prove him wrong? I'm not sure of his name. But he pretty much goes around and he sits down at a table and he's like, for instance, we'll say, um, there's not more than two genders. You're either male or female. Prove me wrong. And then he has all these people come and sit at, at the table and they legit have to debate with him like – and they get they get more frazzled than he does, and he's just like stating his points very matter of factly. Um, I mean, it's a good concept, but he's so annoying that it's just yeah. kind of unbearable. That's how usually how they go. Um, before the days of Jerry Springer, uh, there was Morton Jr. and there was uh, Wally George, and they had shows like that. Wally George was actually before all of them, and he was a uh, He'd have these people on and became a debate show. And he would just kind of sit there and be annoying and kind of keep pressing them that they were anti-American and wrong. And eventually they would go away and he would be like, you know, he had a actually used to watch that show. And he had a a girl on, she was a a softcore porn actress. (laughs) And, um, 
they start getting into it, and he's talking about you know, being morally correct and all that. And she oh. says something about taking clothes off, and he's like, "What do you mean by that?" She's like, "What do I mean, Wally?" Starts taking her clothes off, and oh, like shit. the security came and pulled her away. The security came and pulled her away, and everybody's cheering. And he's like, "We didn't want to see her naked, did we?" And the whole crowd got silent. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think they did. Molly, I think you're wrong right there. He's like, we don't want to see that, did we? Like, okay, okay. Uh, I like to be in the audience, like, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Stuff. It's like, where's the entertainment factor come in where you're just going to, like, all right. Like, no one's going to tell you differently. Like, you already made up in your mind that no one is going to persuade you this way or the next way. So, um, I, I mean, we all know the outcome. It's not a surprise anymore. Right. And especially with, like, sports shows, like, debating is hot right now. Like, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, that uh, jackass Colin Coward, Skip Bayless, they all have these shows. It's all debate. One guy mm-hmm. sees it one way, the other guy sees it, and they argue, and they scream at each other. It's not even entertaining because you can't hear them. they got to yell their points over one another. To me, that's yeah. not entertainment. And you know what pisses me off about sports, guys? No, you, like, know, what, okay. you know what pisses me off? You know what? <laughs> no. Like that. Seriously, like, Howard Askin. First of all, I worked with his son, um, Spike, on 9401. Great dude. But uh, Mike Missanelli, like, they don't have to scream and jam it in your freaking face. Like Jeff Perry. No, I'm kidding. Playing. No, no. Like, other <laughs> sports guys that, I don't jam it in that fight with people. Do you understand? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there was, like, an old school way of doing it, and now there's, like, the new school way. I think you right, do it never, in a fun, fun way. That's what you. That's how you do sports. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, and like it's always about screaming. You know what it is? When it comes to sports, everybody's got to be right. Right. Like I don't. I mean, I I feel strongly about like some of my opinions. I don't always have to be right, and these people are always like, you know, they put something out there and it has to be right. That's their way because they know sports. Yeah, you know what? Millions of people know sports. Doesn't mean you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Jewel clips her nose. I'm sorry. Doing there. My brother okay. actually had, sorry, I I don't know. Um, he had a good, good idea <laughs> for a show. It was show going to be called, it was going to be called The Downward Spiral, and it was going to be like, what would be our demise? And it was going to be a very dark, depressing <laughs> show where people would call in and be like, Oh well, we're gonna solve climate change, and he's gonna be like, "No, we can't." <laughs> oh, I got news for you. Check this out. Starting next week on Sirius Satellite Radio, on the afternoon drive, the Joe Rogan show started. Joe Rogan starring in the downward spiral. Oh shit! He just stole that <laughs> idea. So. He's on. She's on 24 hours a day. He's on 24 hours a day. Man, he's gonna tell you about world demise. I'll tell you what World Demise is. People loving that friggin' radio show is. That's down. That's the demise. Joel Tady, a few moments and inform our guest of this Mm -hmm. awesome guest list that you have put together for the next episodes of the Yo Show. Please, if you will, so kindly. Well, it's a lot, so forgive me if I have some hiccups. Um, This Wednesday, the 17th, we have psychedelic, psychedelic 60s-influenced band, The Mysteries. Woo! Yes. Woo! So excited for these guys. Great music. Check them out. Um, 
And then next Monday, we have a change next Monday, Jeff. Uh, next Monday, we have singer Matt Legrand. And then the 24th, we come back with Philly's own Driftwood Soldier. They're foot stomping. They're like, it, it reminds me of Dead South. Driftwood Soldier. So we're very excited for that. And then 29th is our spooktacular Halloween show. <laughs> yes, TBD. <laughs> to be announced. Um, uh, and then the fifth, we have author and veteran runway model Shayla Edmonds, along with pop singer, and, and this is a tentative pop singer, dance artist, Kim Cameron on the 5th. And then the 7th. Man, this is a lot, long list. <laughs> we have James House and the Black Feathers. Wow. 12th to Monday. <laughs> we have Eileen Sherman and Grant Malloy Smith, who will both be performing at Carnegie Hall. Wow, Carnegie Hall. There's stuff. a reason I don't do announcements. Oh, That's all you can you can stop you know, let give people a reason to keep listening in. So we'll stop there again Wait, like the next six days. <laughs> <laughs> and then I the nineteenth we have singer Brian Faldudo. And then the twenty first, me and Jeff are going to the dead south. There's a reason I'll do announcements. You gotta love her, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! There's a reason that I'll do an essence. <laughs> Never again. I don't have to tell you where you're not going to hear that at, right? <laughs> Joe Rogan show. Joe Rogan doesn't have lovely female voice doing announcements and then in the middle says, That's why I don't do announcements. I sound like a man. It's <laughs> real. sound like a man. Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm more like a man than I do. No, I'm um, it's great. Like, we just really, like, get into rambling, and we, like, don't even get all our topics done. Oh, great. No, it's good. The only other topic was Sears going bankrupt. And, you know, like, quite frankly, Sears has been out of touch for years, so goodbye. Goodbye, Sears. Sears bankrupt, another big retail outlet chain gone broke. Oh, you know what I can say about that? I went, have you... Have you seen any of the Toys R Us stores being used for anything? Some of them are being used for Halloween adventure stores. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But I went to one in the Montgomery County area, and guess what it was? Half Halloween store, half toy store. It confused the crap out of me. There wasn't price, price tags on any toys. It was very odd. And it said Toy City slash Halloween adventure. I'm like, what is happening? Wow. That's pretty wild. It's neat, though. Yeah, the one around the corner from me down here in, in Langhorn uh, was supposed to be a Halloween adventure store, but they put it somewhere else, and the Toys R Us is getting, uh, excuse me, gutted. I don't know what they're doing with it, but it's getting gutted. Um, quick program uh, note, everybody out there, if you're watching Monday Night Football, we need two touchdowns by Aaron Rodgers so my wife can win back-to-back games in fantasy. Well, she's mad at me because I got her in this fantasy league and she only has one win so far. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I know. Poor Kathy. So happy I'm not. She's down by a, <laughs> Stressful. <laughs> she's down by 13 and she has Aaron Rodgers 
who's currently losing. They're down 24-20 at halftime. San Francisco actually has the lead. It's incredible. Right, one more. So, uh, so, yes. What happened with the Redskins what? and Dallas? Redskins won. Uh, Dallas won. Dallas won big. Dallas destroyed uh, Jacksonville, especially he's one of the toughest teams in the league. He got destroyed. Dallas won 40-7. So right now, Redskins still in first place. Um, by tiebreak, uh, I think the Cowboys are actually officially, unofficially in second. Ugh. I know. We'll be all right. A couple tough games coming up for the Eagles. Carolina this weekend, and then they travel to London to take on Jacksonville. Man. Ew. Uh. <laughs> you show me a finger. fupa for it. Whoa. Talk about podcast anger. <laughs> I see. Oh, um, oh, I can do that. I can do that. Ready? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. It's like a sausage in a tight container. <laughs> Uh, How did my father say it's like 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound bag? Aww. Well, check this out. Look who's, look who's playing uh, Monday Night Football, the Genesis Halftime Show. It's garbage. Remember garbage? The, the band? Yeah, remember garbage? Yeah, they're freaking awesome. Yeah. They're here on the Halftime Show here. Well, it's like a video thing. Tom should talk to her, because I'm pretty sure she's an alien. She still looks like she's 20. She is just gonna, I was just going to say, she still looks exactly the same. Like, she is not a, a second. Can't remember her name. Shirley, what the hell was her last name? That's not going to come to me. Oh, God yeah. Damn it. it is Shirley something. No, you're she got the little pig, she got the pigtails going, too. It's kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. She can't dance for shit, but that's okay. <laughs> she's not happy when it rains. I had a life like that. And she's pretty paranoid. That too. <laughs> Good call. I think it's kind of cheesy that these actors, I guess, are supposed to be fans and they're all like smiling and acting like they're singing but they don't know the words. Now she's got them jumping around. They're kind of bringing the heat. Not too bad. Garbage, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want that to do with our show. It's not on our show. Here I am promoting other shows again. What's wrong with me? I give out more free freaking advertising. Speaking of free advertising, this past weekend, four minutes, 45 seconds left. This past weekend, I want to give a shout-out to a couple of great places I visited this past weekend. Again, they're not paying me. I just like doing it. Um, 427 South Broad Street. Illegal Tacos is the name. I know this place took a lot of heat for the name. A lot of people thought the name was racially offensive. Meanwhile, it is owned by Hispanic people. Uh, and they're there working. Phenomenal. Jewel Tady, uh, several different kinds of meats to choose from. They got tacos, burritos, taco salads. Outstanding for in Center City or downtown. Maybe one of the shows you catch. Stop at Illegal Tacos. Excellent food. Fantastic. Uh, after that, we did dessert at a place called Big Gay Ice Cream. That's right. Yeah. Big Gay Ice Cream. Yeah, they're that company that makes unicorn ice cream and all that stuff. Had um, something there called the Monday Sunday. Phenomenal. Big sugar cone. Oh, it was great. They lined the inside of the sugar cone with Nutella. Oh, I got to tell you. Fantastic. Oh, Big gay ice cream. Great ice cream. And of course, drinks afterwards at Rotten Ralph's. 
my good friend Darren Piccarella is the uh, new proprietor of Rotten Ralphs, a staple of Old City, Philadelphia. Yeah, check it out sometime for some cocktails and some drinks. Food's pretty good down there, too. So it's a pretty full weekend. I want to give a shout-out to all those places. Like I said, we're a Philly show. Let me give props to the Philly places. Again, illegal, illegal tacos. Check them out. Big Gay Ice Cream and Rotten Ralphs. That was my weekend Saturday night. It was awesome. Man, they sell that Big Gay Ice Cream in a Wawa. Wawa's. Yes, they do. Yeah, their stuff is really good. And everybody that we're with got a little something different, so... There's all kind of variety. they got great stuff there. Um, pretty friendly staff, patient, because there's a lot of stuff to choose from, a lot of weird flavors and all that you mix together. Um, the guys over at Illegal Taco were great because, again, lots of stuff to choose from. Our one friend couldn't really decide what she wanted. They let her sample a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know, taste the meats and put stuff together. So, you know, really great time. I love our city, and I like to promote our city. That's awesome. And I love, like, legit... Mexican joints because you go to like Chipotle and you get salmonella or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, but the the real the real badass thing about their ground beef for their tacos, um, they had the ground beef had little chunks of carrot in it, little chunks of corn, and mm. it was seasoned. It was really good, really good. Mm. Like not just not just ground beef and the grease that goes with it. Like actual like created good stuff. Man, you missed dinner last night. I lit it up for Sunday dinner. I had yeah, what did we have? gourmet sloppy joes with some oh. potato wedges and I had the sour cream and the cheese whiz and then I had like vegetables on the side and then I made two pumpkin pies and I had some vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, like I went all out. It was so good though. Nice. I'm a sloppy joe junkie. My wife introduced me to. Uh, you try. I don't know if you. Ninety seconds. I don't know if you ever tried this, but next time you make sloppy joes, try putting cheddar cheese right in it, and try putting those little um, onion, those onion crisp things. Uh, French fried onions. They're called. Yes. Put it right in the meat. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'll try that out. Uh, it's good. I'm a sloppy joe junkie. I freaking love that stuff. I really do. <laughs> All right, with one minute to go, it's uh, thank <laughs> you's time. Thank you again to uh, the Strawberry Girls. Woo! Check them out on Bandcamp, strawberrygirls.bandcamp.com. And, of course, the Halloween, Electric Halloween Festival in Millville, Friday the 19th, Saturday the 20th. They'll be playing on the 19th. Check them out. We play Volcano Worship and Sasha tonight. Outstanding songs. Big thanks to everybody out there. Thank you. Thanks to the amazing, the lovely, the gorgeous, the hostess with the most is Jewel Tatey. I thank you for being a part of my life, a part of my world, and a part of this video program that we love so much. And good thanks to my man Joe Rogan for playing along tonight and agreeing to uh, be the butt end of all our jokes. He'd agree to it. Screw you. He got no balls to be on my show. Just playing, so Joe. Short- we love you. <laughs> Just, we, do, we do love you, Joe. For Jewel Titty, I'm Jeff the Shark Perini, wishing everybody a fine farewell. Don't be a douche, Jewel Titty, quickly. Uh, And be nice to people, even the shitty ones. Good night. Good night.